Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, suit on, looking like a trap dog, giving them all dress like a million bucks. Bust things in its cups. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah. Listen to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh, 
I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. This one today I want to share with you uh, is for all of us. Uh, and here it is. There is a solution to all of your problems and situations. If you don't know what your next move is, that's a good one. I don't, I don't care what it is. If, if, if the relationship you're in is all wrong and you don't know how to get out of it, it doesn't matter. There's a solution to all your problems and situations. That solution to all your problems, that way to make all your dreams come true, the, the, the way around a lot of this and the, to the, the, the weakness that you feel at times is prayer. Prayer, a connection with your creator. Could that be the thing that's missing in your life? I'm just asking. Because whenever I get a little bit off track, all I got to do is think just a moment, Steve. Have you been, have you been praying, man? Have you been connecting with your creator? I know you're busy, man. I know you're busy. And I know at the end of the day, you done. You're done. And sometimes crawling into bed is all you can manage to do. I've said this. It happened to me last night. Again, I did all of this. But when I look and when I see things not moving or I don't feel like things are going in the right direction or I have a sense of being stagnant, all I got to do is retrace it because I'm working. There's no doubt about that I'm working. But am I staying connected? Am I using that weapon that's available to all of us? Am I praying? And the answer is usually no. And so I know, okay, okay, man, I'm, I'm, I'm getting off track here. Because, see, let me tell you something, man. The reason, the, the reason I constantly talk to God is because life constantly changes. People who said they was going to do something for you one day have changed their mind the next. Somebody you thought was going to show up that day, called in late, had an accident, and couldn't make it. That changes the parameters of everything. The meeting you had set up that had to be canceled because somebody was ill, that changes the parameters, the time frame of everything, because it's all connected. So if I don't stay in constant prayer and stay connected to the Creator when these things happen, I've not put in my bid. I've not talked to him about how to handle it. Or I'm just not aware of it and what to do next. And the next thing you know, it becomes a little stagnant. That has happened to me. I got to get back. Because prayer is the solution to all of my problems and situations. I have found that to be the case. Now, the only reason I'm telling it to you is because I know if you anything like me slash human being, there are times that you feel anxious. There's moments of desperation. You have moments of uncertainty. There are times when you feel like you've lost your way or you or your purpose is a little blurred. You're not sure anymore. Or you don't know what your next move is or the relationship you're in or the relationships you're dabbling in. They're just all wrong for you. Man, there is a solution. 
to all your problems and situations, and it's prayer. If you're suffering from any of the things I just listed or any other thing you could think of, just check your prayer. What has your prayer been lately about it? And this is for everybody. I often find when I get that disconnection, man, my my prayer done slipped off. I start feeling a little bit less, so I got to jump back on it. I'm just offering you a solution to it, man. And 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 I'm giving you a solution that works one thousand percent for sure. See, I ain't guessing at this one. I'm telling you what has happened in my life, how I did it, and it'll do for you. God is filled with mercy and grace. He knows we all messed up. He knows all of us have done some jacked up things that don't nobody know about. He know all about our past, man. He know all of that. But he is so full of grace and mercy, so full of 55th chances. But you know the thing about your life, though, and the thing I had to come to terms with, and the reason I don't let my my I, the reason I don't let my past bury me, the reason I don't let my past define me, is because my past I found out were just the ingredients needed for me to make this cake I'm eating now. My past is just my ingredients. See, you you don't get rid of your past. They ain't ain't going nowhere. They are the ingredients. But when you put them with something else, they look better. They taste better. It is better. All of our past are just the ingredients that have become the cake we eating now. Now, if you don't like the way your cake tastes, then you got to start putting some other ingredients in there. Just because you started off and your cake was messed up don't mean you can't straighten out the flavor of your cake. You got to put some different ingredients in there. So let's say your cake is trifling tasted. It's bitter. Your cake is bitter. Well, you got to dilute the bitterness. You got to put some more goodness in there. So you got to put some goodness ingredients to, to take away the taste of the bitterness. So you got to put some different ingredients in there. You got to start living your life a little more kindly, a little more thoughtful, a little more sharing, a little more caring. And then after a while, man, those new ingredients combined with that bitter, it starts overshadowing the bitter taste because the bitter taste is further behind you now. See, something that happened to you 12, 15, 30, 25, 16 years ago ain't got to be the flavor that's in your mouth now unless you let it be. It's the ingredients, man. If you're sick of the way your cake tastes, then change your ingredients. Put something else in your cake mix so you can get a better taste. If you don't like the way your life tastes, pray. I've been hearing my mama say it for years. Boy, prayer changes things. Don't my mama, you say it to me all the time. I say it to my TV audiences when they come see me on the talk show. Before I walk off stage, I tell them these words my mother said. I said, my mother used to always tell me this, and it's bailed me out, and it might do the same thing for you. I said, whenever I get in trouble, I hear her words. She says, son, don't forget to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray. And don't be too proud to pray because prayer, prayer changes things. And you better believe something it 100% show do. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your attention, please. I told you yesterday that he done done it again. But I be doggone if he ain't done done it again. This back to 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 ever since the back you can remember how far back. That's how far back back to backs he been doing. He been doing back to backs since people got here back to back. All that he's back. Woo! Undefeated. Never been late. Sun come up every day. Woo! He's oh, what man? I'm grateful. I'm here. I got another one, man. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, the mouth of the South. And that junior. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Well, Junior, what's going on with you today, man? Uh, is this is this a safe space? Yeah, yeah. I try uh, to make it that way for you, Junior. Is it safe? Is it <laughs> safe? Yeah, I try to. Is it a safe space? I, yeah. I try to, Junior. Go, go, I, I go ahead. Need a safe space. Open up. I, need, I go just ahead. Tell Open you. up. I don't know that. I told you yesterday it was where I, where you going. And you said, them yeah. not the most dangerous words. It's where yeah. you're being, okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm working through that. Now, here's yeah. the new one. I ain't talked to okay. nobody since yesterday, since oh, we got okay. off work. Because she came in here and she said, we need to talk. I went straight to the bathroom and closed the door. I ain't been out since then. I just <laughs> now talking to people. What do, what do we supposed to do with these words? We need to talk. Have you had this problem? Yes, Junior. Now, let me explain that to you. When they come in and say, we need to talk, the first thing you need to do as a man is start going through your files, run through your mental roller decks, look back quickly, quickly do a three-day, four-day assessment of your life and all decisions, conversations, pictures, Post yeah. anything you've taken so you can try to get some type of back. mental handle on what this talk <laughs> fitting to be about. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Um, you said three to four days? Yeah, you got to go okay. three. That's all you're going to have time for yeah. is okay. we need to talk. Yeah. You got to go back and make mental note of all photos, conversation, text, posts, actions, whereabouts, Anything, phone calls she could have overheard, 
I'm at phone call. Yeah. Oh, no. I see what it is. See. Okay. Okay. I got you, big dog. I'm, at, I'm at phone anything. call. No, it's phone call. When you said phone yeah. call, I know exactly what this is about now. What, no. Who did you call? Who were you talking to? No, because I, 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 I said, I'm going to be the head of my house with or without help. I'm doing it. And I shouldn't have said that. That was on the phone. She heard it. That's the thing, though. She want to talk. Now I know. I get it now. That was yeah. three days ago. You was not lying. Three to four That's days. You is. got to go back. Yeah. They don't let they don't let more than that go before they have to talk about it. They okay. can't they can't hold it. Okay. okay. And who Man. is they? Y'all. Y'all. Them. Y'all. You talking about y'all? You and them. We we know who we talking about. You're yeah. in trouble, Junior. Fine, fine. But he got me on the Every right train to a phone call. I didn't know I had to count that. All right. <laughs> Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, Junior is in for the nephew. He's going to run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. It is time to start your morning off with the Junior in for the nephew today with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Junior? Okay. Well, the nephew's not in today, but I do have his Run the Prank Back. It is Parasites. Parasites is what he's left us with. Come on, cat. Here we go. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach a Brian. Brian. Yeah, yeah, this is he. Hey, Brian, this is Dr. Uh, Jacob. How you doing today? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Okay. Listen, you actually came in uh, maybe like two and a half weeks ago here to my office and got a physical for uh, for life insurance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Everything okay? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Everything's going to be pretty good. I, I'd like to see if I can get you to come in. And, um, I, I, you know, everything's going to be fine, but I got a small procedure we'd like to do to actually, uh, you know, right now you're not approved for your life insurance due until this procedure's done. So if you don't mind coming in, we'd, li- we'd like to get you uh, taken care of. When can I schedule you to come in? Like uh, maybe uh, tomorrow or the following day? Yeah, well, uh, what, what kind of procedure is it? Well, actually, I don't know if you've heard of it. This is an ochiostromy. Nah, I got something. What, 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 that's got, got something to do with my eyes? What, what, what's that? So it's got something to do with you, what now? That's something to do with my eyes. I ain't even heard of it. What's that? No, no. Ochiostromy has nothing to do with the eyes. No, nothing at all. We found a little bit of um, parasites in a particular area, and what we want to do is make sure we just remove it completely, and you'll be fine. You'll get your life insurance. You and your family will be great. So can I get you to come in tomorrow or maybe Thursday afternoon? That's fine. What, uh, what, what area I found the parasites in? Actually, one of your testicles has some parasites. So what we're going to do is what, what's called a ochiostromy. And ochiostromy is actually removing that testicle completely. And then everything will be fine. It's all confined, and we'll be able to remove it. You'll be on your way. You'll get your life insurance, and everything will be fine, okay? Like I said, can I get can I, can I get you to come in tomorrow? What the you got to take my, my testicle? Well, only one. Only one. And it's not going to take long. It's a 30-minute procedure. But we want to get you to come in tomorrow or the next day. Can we get you to... What, what day are you available? I just want to a routine physical. How, how I got to remove a testicle? Sir, you know what? Oftentimes when people come in for life insurance, these type of things happen. So we want to get you in and get it out as quickly as possible. Man, nah, man. I'm, I'm waiting for a routine physical, man. Y'all weren't supposed to be checking all this extra stuff. Man, I get a Parasite in my testicle. Y'all gonna remove a testicle, man? I'm 25, man. My wife, we ain't got no kids, man. We trying to build. I gotta remove a testicle. Let me say this to you, Brian. You're gonna be completely fine. You'll be able to create children. You'll be able to live a normal life. 
you know, you'll just be, um, you won't have all of them, but you'll have enough to create children. You understand? That's good. That's Nah, man, I can't, nah, it ain't going down. I can't come in for that. Nah. Sir, is there any way I can get you in tomorrow or tomorrow afternoon or, or the Thursday afternoon so we can kind of get this thing taken care of and we can get you moving on your way and the people can get the life insurance papers together and so forth? Nah, man, Man, we ain't rescheduling. Man, I need a second or third opinion on, on that, man. You talking about taking away one of my Man, we ain't rescheduling nothing, man. I'm going to need to see another doctor, man. That's some Sir, sir, you can go around the entire city and see several doctors. I'm here to tell you you're just going to be wasting time. I'm going to try to knock this thing out for you. Knock, knock it out. I ain't, agree, I ain't agreed to nothing. This is some Man, y'all just doing this to get money, man. This is schedule nothing, man. I need to take a third opinion. This is brutal. Brian, I tell you, if you come in and let me get this thing taken care of, you know, I have you back, you know, big ball and shot calling before it's all over, you know? Hey, what, what, what the Big, big ball and shot calling, man. I, I told you, man, I ain't, I ain't going in for none of that, man. I'm supposed to tell my wife, man, this, this ain't cool, man. I ain't going in for that, man. I'm rescheduling, man. You rescheduling? What do you mean you're rescheduling, sir? What we? Man, I'm, getting, I'm getting another opinion. I ain't going in for that. Okay, but I'm trying to make you a big baller, shot caller, you know? Man, what the what is your name, man? You supposed to be a doctor. You even making little jokes, man. You doing a little play on words, man. That ain't even funny, man. I'm calling the insurance probably telling them they send me to a doctor, man. Man, you think you're funny. It ain't, it ain't funny, man. You over here making a little joke, man. That ain't funny, man. I'm getting a pain, man. After getting all funny. of the work that we got, the blood work, the urine work, the complete physical, that's when we didn't realize that you had parasites in a particular area. So what we're trying, I'm not, I don't mean, I'm trying to make light of, make humor in it just to make you feel a little bit more comfortable. I apologize. All right? Man, that ain't funny, uh, man. You ain't the one losing no Man, that ain't funny, man. If I had a situation, the nurse would have told me then. Y'all ain't tell me nothing, man. You had me thinking I'm all good. Now you telling me I got to come in to remove a test for man. We had to run tests on you, sir. We got tests back. Well, you do have the parasites, and what we want to do is make sure we get them completely cleared out. The only way I can clear that out is to remove that testicle. You, man. This some Man, I ain't got no parasites, man. This man, y'all be running all these tests on me, man. I'm going to another doctor, man, because this Man, I ain't got no Parasites, man. All these tests, y'all talking about y'all running, y'all got to remove a I, that, That's some you over here making jokes. That's why I know you a doctor, man. I ain't got no parasites, man. I'm following my insurance. I'm telling them I ain't dealing with your man because you Man, I ain't got no parasites, man. Brian, let me make you understand something clearly here. It's my job as a physician that if the patient doesn't come to me, it's my job to come to you and extract the problem. You're leaning towards me having to come to your home and extract the problem. Man, what you want to come to my house, man? You a dog. What you want to step with the house, man? Try to test this, man. You a doctor, man. I'm going to another doctor. I'm getting another test, and they go, I ain't got no parasites, man. Sir, you've got the parasites, and you only have 24 hours for me to get there. I ain't got Sir, I have to move on this quickly, Brian, okay? Dude, I'm not going to tell you that again. I ain't got I ain't got a parasite, man. I've been my girl three years. She ain't got me. I ain't got a it's not something that's transmitted. It doesn't come from another another human being. It just develops in one out of every three or four million people. You actually have it, Brian. I got to extract it from you. You try to tell me I'm the one out of three million? Man, you're not going to come to my life like that. I ain't got no parasite, man. Brian, there's something else that you have that I haven't told you about. There's something else I need to tell you. What the I got? You just told me I got parasite. What the Brian, you just got pranked.
pranked. You just got pranked by nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Anika, got me to prank phone call you. I mean, man. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. We don't have to explore. We don't have time to explore That's that. That's what happened uh, when you were here. Yeah. Thank you, Junior, in for the nephew. Coming up next, ask the CLO with our chief love, Officer Steve Harvey. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, the Dalai Lama is apologizing and uh, says he was being, quote, innocent and playful when he asked a young boy to, quote, again, suck my tongue. Um, the Dalai star Lama Cardi- was playing like that? That's what he says. Well, yeah, I've been playing, playing my whole life. I ain't never played. That ain't one... What? Thank you. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Not a good look. Right here. No. Crazy, no. crazy, crazy, crazy. And uh, Cardi B slammed the Dalai Lama for his actions. Plus, Michael Jordan's Chicago mansion was broken into. And in sports entertainment news, well, Carla has a major announcement from the cheer world. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building ready for your love questions. All right. This one's from Vicky in Tuscaloosa. Vicky says, my husband is a former pro athlete and he wanted to settle in a smaller town to raise our children. But every weekend, he's flying to LA, Chicago, New York, and other cities to hang out. Did he tuck me and the kids away so he could run the streets? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he obviously wanted to provide you all with a safe atmosphere. So when he did fly off, you know, he'd have a little less to worry about. Y'all up there living in the Amish village and everything, you know, TV. You can't even tell where hell. Y'all ain't got Wi-Fi. You know, he got you out there tucked way out. He ain't, put, he ain't paid the satellite dish bill either. So now you just out there. Ain't no underground cable way out there where y'all at. So, you know, he's just he was just protecting y'all. So when he did go to L.A. every weekend, you know, as a professional athlete, you know, y'all would be fine. He didn't have to worry about you. you know? Former and, pro and, athlete. Yeah, and then it cuts back on costs, too. When you ain't got cable and lights, you know, you everything was candlelit. Well, I'm just saying, you out there in the Amish village, you know, you out there lighting candles and stuff at night. That's way cheaper than electricity. This man is wrong. You know, y'all ain't, y'all ain't got no car. Y'all out there with that buggy and that horse, you know. You, you know. You know, horses is way cheaper than cars. Making their own butter and stuff. See, right there, you eating off the land and everything. You out there, you done learn how to churn. Them kids over there making their own draws. You know, it's just a wonderful life y'all got over there. Y'all, you don't know but six people. The next house is eight miles away. You know, it's just a, it's you just a closer family now. You, I don't think you're looking at the good side of this lady. Oh, really? You know, just all the stuff he done provided y'all. Listen, them kids out there know how to grow corn and stuff. You know, that's that's how you want kids to be selfish. So the answer is yes, he took her and the kids away so he could run the street. Way away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Sorry Y'all out that, there, going, your pastor named Iqbal, you know. 
<laughs> All right, listen. Moving on to Marilyn in Jacksonville's CLO. Marilyn writes, I'm involved with a married man and his wife is cray-cray and she puts him out when she's mad at him. I'm sick of him staying here till she cools off. I want to set boundaries with him, but I don't want him to run away. I don't want to run him away. What should I tell him? Oh, what? no. Yeah. I don't know. What should you tell him? Don't run over here every time your wife puts you out. But you dating the married man. Now he more available because he get to stay over there till she cool off. You tired of him using your crib as a cool off pad. All right, why don't you do this here? Tell him he can't come over there no more. Then you done ran him off. I don't know what to tell you. You want to be comfortable, but you've chosen an uncomfortable position. Why don't you yeah. see somebody that ain't married? Oh, I guess that's crazy, wow. huh? I guess <laughs> that's just cray crazy. Cray. <laughs> I guess that's crazy. Yeah. He's married to a crazy woman. Well, he dating a crazy person, too. He like crazy women. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Sasha in Oakland. Sasha writes, my sister and I, my sister-in-law has dropped her son off over to our house four times in the last month to play with our son. At this point, she's using us as babysitters. My husband says it's no big deal, but he's not around to help me. How do I get her to stop this? Call her. <laughs> Pick Call up the her. phone. <laughs> hey, Sharita. <laughs> not Sharita. Don't bring his little ass over here no more. You can bring him over here once a week, but that's it. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing where you need all this free time, but I'd like some free time too. We love him. We want them to have a relationship. You can bring him over here once a week. I know you need help with the baby and all like this here, but I'm babysitting two kids and that's too much. I only got one. Okay. All right. <laughs> and you need to leave some money to chip in on the groceries because his ass is over just eating. He asking for stuff we don't do over here. We don't buy like, Sunny Delight. Now, like, he just over, now he wants Sunny Delight. He wants fruit roll-ups. My kids don't eat that. Yeah, he <laughs> want name brand. Yeah, he want name yeah. brand. Now, he got, he got mad because we don't have no Kool-Aid. We're not Kool-Aid people. <laughs> well, wait. You don't do high-end <laughs> We do, we drink cola over here. We don't drink cola. Yeah. Now. They call, huh? All right. Last one. Moving on to Lainey in uh, Flint. Lainey writes, I've been married for over 20 years, and I caught my husband texting the lady that works at the bank. He told her he wants to make love to her, but he needs time to think about it because he doesn't want to cheat on me. It sounds like he's being forced into something he doesn't want. <laughs> Do you agree or disagree? Oh, that's how you see that? Man, what? I wish more people thought like on, you. What, lady? <laughs> Come on. That is amazing. Hey, go ahead. Read that again. Okay. <laughs> Lainey and Flint says, I've been married for over 20 years, and I caught my husband texting the lady that works at the bank. He told her he wants to make love to her, but he needs time to think about it because he doesn't want to cheat on me. It sounds like he's being forced into something he doesn't want. Do you agree or disagree, CLO? So what do you think the lady at the bank got on him? <laughs> If you don't start sleeping with me, I'm going to release your account information. If you, and I mean this right now, if you don't sleep with me, 
I'm going to tell some people how much money you got in this bank. <laughs> if you don't sleep with me, I'm going to send your bank account information to your wife, and she going to see that you done bought the teller next to me <laughs> four new dresses. And I see it on your account right here. <laughs> what is it that she has on him? But who is this dude? I want to make love to you. Yes. But I don't. It, I need some time because I don't want to cheat on my wife. <laughs> Boy, if I don't know how that, you ain't walked in there with that text and showed it to him. Because this, if my wife hand me the phone and it's got that text on it, yeah. If we're in the car, I'm slinging it out on the freeway. <laughs> that's not what you read, and I would deny that text. That is what I read. Now that's not what it said. We'll go back and get it. Though it's been ran over by several trucks. All right. Uh, all right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Well, the Dalai Lama has now apologized for an interaction with a young boy on Monday after footage on social media shows him uh, asking the little boy to suck my tongue. Um, that was a Ooh. quote. His representatives wrote a statement on Twitter saying, quote, His Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world, for the hurt his words may have caused. His Holiness often teases people when he meets, in, when he meets them in a playful and innocent way, even in public and before cameras. He regrets the incident. Uh-uh. What? His holiness. Uh-uh, drop yeah. that. Drop yeah. that. Tongue well, that's sucking. Let yeah. me tell you something about yeah. tongue yeah. sucking. Because yeah. I've been involved in it before. Oh, well, gosh. <laughs> it is really not a holy moment. <laughs> no. So we can quit calling him his holiness. Yeah. It's other words. Hey, player. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 
Hold up, pimp. I mean, if you say that publicly to a woman these days, the trouble you are in. But here's the problem. You said this to a little boy? Are you kidding yeah, me, man? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's dog, that's that some pedophile bad. stuff right there. Yeah. You don't tell no little boy, said, come yeah. here and suck my tongue. Right. What are you saying this to this little boy? He meets the Dalai Lama. Right. And if that's his faith, he thank you his holiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little boy asked for a hug. Yeah, that's he how did. it got to oh. him. Yes, come yeah, on over did. here, right. little boy. See right there? Yeah, that's right, man, yeah. dog. No, 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 that's next level. We gonna, we gonna get a new Dalai Lama. Do they vote for him? I don't even know how they get this. I don't know how they do this. Have, what they do, because I know the Pope, they send the chimney up. They put the smoke in the chimney yeah. for the Pope. Yeah, yeah for the announcement mm-hmm. of the What do they do to get the Dalai Lama in? We don't know. We don't know. Who was the last one? <laughs> Is there one in line next? <laughs> we just need to move on. What are the qualifications to be the Dalai Lama? He, he, I, I, I don't know. He's over there in Tibet. He's the religious leader of the Tibetan yeah. people. And I think he lives Buddhist. in India, too. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Can somebody send me a picture of him, please? Oh, you sure. never seen Well, he bald-headed for one. Yeah, he's bald so, you know, that's one I've never seen you, you got to be bald-headed. I wouldn't know who this dude was, man. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay, but you know what? Cardi B spoke out about it, okay? Cardi B slammed him and said this world is full of predators. Um, but then people, you know, started talking about Cardi B saying she wasn't the right person to slam the Dalai Lama uh, because, you know, or, or to call somebody a predator because back in Cardi's stripper days, you know, it was rumored that she robbed and drugged her clients while on IG Live, Carter, uh, uh, Cardi B clapped back to her critics and defended her position on child abusers by saying, I am the right messenger because I'm a blanking mom. Okay? And, and these men that, that okay. supposedly this happened to were grown men. They were grown grown men, not children. Mm-hmm. Not what are you children. talking about? What, yeah. what are y'all talking about? She's yeah. not the right person. Who is? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What about what the Dalai Lama did? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The only person that could say something like that and get away with it is Donald Trump. Donald Trump. He's the right. only one. Anybody else You're would right, pay Steve. dearly for that mistake. Mm, Donald yes. Trump is the only one to say something like that and still get 70 million votes to be president. Yeah. You got that right. Yeah. <laughs> you talking to a child, that man, part. and you say something like that. What joke was you telling? How funny was it? Yeah. Nah. I, it Suck yeah, my tongue. Much. Yeah, yeah. And, and he had nothing. his tongue out of his out. mouth, Steve. Did you yes. see that? He licked his video. He had his tongue out. Oh, uh, y'all yeah. got to send me this. Cardi B is exactly right. You can put Steve yeah. Harvey on that same list with Cardi B. Now, what makes Steve Harvey qualified to say this? Because number one, as you all jump on anybody who do anything wrong, y'all talking about this boy, uh, this boy that supposedly got charged with this abuse with this woman lately, this actor that was in Creed. As soon as he do something, here y'all come. Mm -hmm. As soon as somebody do something to a woman, here y'all come. Mm -hmm. And expectantly, and as you should, got it. Mm -hmm. Now, how the hell somebody gonna say something and direct that at a child? You a grown man, his holiness, and you tell a child something like that. Are you kidding me, man? What joke was you telling? I'm a professional joke teller, and I've never told that joke. 
Anytime I've said that to a woman, I was serious. Yeah. I might have said it jokingly, but I was sure hoping, though. Yeah, the exact quote was, His Holiness often teases people when he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. What? He well, regrets the incident. I don't want to meet him. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't joke with me. Yeah. This, okay, when you the Dalai Lama, what is you the head of? Now, I, see, you asking you, us yeah, questions. Yeah. Uh, we don't know that. You're, oh, well, no. Yeah. I'm trying we'll to figure out at that. how he can get demoted. But you said, who's next in line? Yeah, who the vice Dalai Lama? <laughs> He's a religious leader, not a political leader. He's a religious leader. <laughs> Who next in line? <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, oh, let's see. Okay, we don't have a lot of time. But Carla, you had some cheer news. Go ahead. So we can get okay. to that. Yeah. This is really, really big, you guys. We want to say congratulations to Texas Southern University. They won top honors at the 2023 NCAA Collegiate National Cheer American Championship, what? the first historically what? black university to do so in 75 years. Go right. ahead, Good. TSU. Congratulations. Yes. All right, we definitely wanted to get that in. Thank you, yeah. Carla. All right. <laughs> Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, a white football coach in Georgia posted his own racist rant about the city of Atlanta's black residents. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A white football coach in Georgia named Mark Taylor. Mark Taylor is his name. Well, Mark Taylor has come under fire for making racist remarks about Atlanta's black residents. The guy is well known for training high school and college football players, and he has pictures posted with famous college coaches and even Philly's Eagle star Jalen Hurts. While driving around Atlanta, Taylor posted his own racist rant video. Take a listen. Every restaurant looking in here is black. Every car beside them is black. They can have Atlanta. It used to be a fun place to come to up here. They can have this place right here and stuff. There ain't no way. Ain't no way. Just need to. There, there, there's your. Yeah, well, it, was a, it was just a sign up there. It had Obama and all them on there and stuff, man. So, yeah, that's all that's up here. That's all that's up here, man. And stuff is just crap. Yeah. Yeah. You and Boyf need to come up here and go hunting. Yeah, and stuff, man. Ain't none here, dog. Ain't nothing but blacks up here. That's all it is. Atlanta's done gone down, man. Just gone. Well, that's interesting. See, this how you handle mostly football players and coaches of that nature. Well, let's see how your career going to go without the blacks. Because that's what didn't happen okay. right now. Yeah. Now, you ain't going to have much of a career. See, it's amazing, man, how they get together and make all the money they can with blacks, around blacks, and alongside blacks, and by using black. But in their heart, they feel differently. I'm glad he posted. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Now, your ass is out. Yeah. Ain't nothing but black. The the hunting comment. The hunting comment, that's them. That's what a racist does. Yeah, go up there. But you kind of see how it feels. See, people are shocked when they have to be a minority for just a little while. Imagine what that's like all the time. See, I don't feel sorry for people when they become a minority for a little while because I be looking upside their head. I know they, I know they booty tight. I know it is. 
I know, I know they on pins and needles. I know they looking around. I know there's an element of uncertainty. Because we live like that every day. Every single day. We're the only one in the department, the only one in the office, the only one on the elevator, the only one at the restaurant, the only one in the office. We've been that for so long. Welcome to the club. I hope your ass continues to feel this unnerving discomfort. I, mm. It's really a joy to hear a man that's just black. Yeah. Well, it, it's, sometimes it's yeah. just white. You know, yes. and, and, yeah. and you know, and and when we done been all right with it, we done right. had to deal with it. Adjust. So, man, welcome <laughs> yeah. to our world. Congratulations. I wish it was more black. Matter of fact, I have some suggestions. East side of Cleveland, Detroit, Philly. <laughs> Go down hard. I got some Chicago South side. I got some suggestions for you. DC. All right. Man. You finna, Coming up you finna at 34 minutes after the Liberty hour. Liberty we'll City, Miami. We'll oh. check Steve's voicemail, 877-29-STEVE, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to check Steve's voicemail. If you would like to leave a message for Steve, call us, 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE. You might just hear your call on the air. Steve, are you ready? This is a relationship question from Kendra from Los Angeles. She's uh, 24 years old. Hi, Steve. My name is Kendra. Um, I'm 24 years old, and I'm calling from Los Angeles, California. I've been listening to your podcast pretty recently, but I've watched all of your shows, and I'm a big fan. But I have a question and I was hoping that you can give me some advice. So I'm newly married. I've been married for two years and I'm 24 years old. Me and my husband, one of the the only thing that we have that's really putting a strain on our marriage so recently is our communication. Um, He comes from a military background, so his way of communicating is problem solution, um, but I'm very emotional sometimes and I feel as if Sometimes when we communicate, it's a very cold conversation and it ends very quick. There's no affection. There's no empathy sometimes. And it really does get to me. So what would you recommend we do and how do we communicate better on so that way we can end a discussion where we're both happy? I hope you can help, Steve. Thank you so much. Bye. Well, I've heard this question many times from all different age groups, so it's not Mm -hmm. new. Mm -hmm. Uh, First of all, let me help you understand something about men. We are problem-solution-based people. Whenever our girl, woman, person we in love with, a love and relationship with, comes to us with a problem, we don't want to hear it. We want to solve it. As soon as we get the nuts and bolts of what it is, Our first inclination as men is to offer the fix. Mm -hmm. The fix can be rather cut and dry at times. Mm -hmm. And it leaves a woman feeling like you're not listening to me or you're not understanding the emotional side of it. Well, we don't really know how to do that part of it, to be honest with you, because that's not the makeup of man, his DNA. We are problem-solution-driven people. So the first thing we're going to do is offer the fix. And then I've been guilty of it, I can't, thousands of times. But what I'm saying to you, Steve, is this. Okay, I heard that. But this is what you need to do to stop that. But no. And then it's hard for us to address the emotional side of it. It has nothing to do with his military background. I don't care if he's a comedian, an actor. He work on the back of the uh, waste management team. 
He is the post office. He the supervisor. He a politician. That's the make basic makeup of men. Here's the solution as a woman, what you can do. When you sit down, say, hey, listen, I'm going to tell you something. And all I want you to do is hear me out. I don't want you to fix it for me. Mm-hmm. I just want you to hear me out. And then after you hear me out, tell me what you think about what I've said. But I want you to tell me what I said, but I don't want you to fix it, okay? And you can start there. Because most guys, we don't understand what you mean by the emotional thing. We're trying to give a solution to it. Because we're thinking that's the best way to help. And it's often not. And then just sit your man down and say, hey, listen, I'm really struggling because I need somebody to listen to me. Because I have, I want to vent this out. Because women discuss things differently than men. Mm-hmm. And you just have to understand that it takes a long time for a man to come to that. He's not a bad guy. He's just a guy. Try to talk to him from that standpoint. Well, that's good because she thought like it was his him. profession, too. Yeah. Be, no, 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 no. I don't give a damn yeah. what he do. He's a military. I don't, I don't care. Uh-huh. He's uh-huh. just a man. Radio yeah. show host. All that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Engineers. I don't give Hey, okay. you come to your man with a problem, he going to try to fix it. He don't, yeah. don't want to all that old uh, how you felt about it. Let's fix it and then move on. And, and she, that's yeah. not how women want to communicate. Right. She's uh, young in that coldness. Women she want to like, know yeah, that 24. you can. If yeah. I could suggest something to him, you know, the number one suggestion I sell to men, number one thing you got to do with your woman, show concern. Yes. That's the key. Show he told you concern. That, right, Junior? He told you that. Yeah, he did. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. See, Is it see, working? This sound, like, this sound like a lot like we need to talk. That way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kendra, for your call. We're glad to, to get that in and hope that helped for sure. Coming up uh, next, it is today's prank phone call with Junior in for the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is slide to the left, slide to the right, and back it up. <laughs> we'll get into that, let you know what, what? that's all about. Yes. Everybody clap your hands. slide, right? Wait till you hear it. It's not about the cha-cha slide. I can tell you that right now. The Cupid Shuffle. What is it? It's not about any of that. Left to slide. No, it is no, no line huh. dances. <laughs> None of that. We'll get into it in just a bit because right now it is time for Junior to do today's prank phone call. The nephew's out. Junior's in. What you got, Junior? Where is the nephew? Do y'all know anybody? I haven't heard. I ain't heard a damn thing. Uh-uh. So, uh, so, so he can take off and don't have to call nobody. Oh, Junior, Junior, you can ask Shirley. It's been going on since 2003. Oh, yeah. 2002. Yeah, since he came. So that's over, oh, that's almost over 20 years. 20 right? years, yeah. 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 He, he yeah. just reverts back. You know. <laughs> okay. It's kind of like that little amoeba. You know, an amoeba is a small, single cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever we, we thought, learned it was in school. So in science. Uh-huh. Proton or something. I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. But that's what he is. It's just a very... It's a single say cell. something you don't even know. Well, I know that's what he is. I know what under the microscope is that little thing that wiggles by itself. 
and it's just one of them in a single cell. He just he kept his job because he's your nephew. Yeah, but I got a whole lot to do with it because he'd have been fired by anybody else. Exactly. But he's so simple minded. You have to let it go, and you have to understand that he's brilliant. The young man's a great actor. He's got a movie career. But see, once again, didn't the movie just come out this weekend? Uh, and he gone. Yes. Ain't, yes. Ain't, ain't he still taping Ready to Love? Yeah, yes. and he gone. And, and yes. ain't he supposed to be on the radio? Yes. And he gone. That's all, all that's too much. <laughs> it just becomes, it's too much. And and he his little brain shut down. He like he like putting your baby, he's like strapping a baby in the car seat. He in the back seat just gone. <laughs> sleep. The baby's asleep. Sleep. Yeah. He in the car seat because it's too much. See, what puts the baby to sleep in the car is when they're looking out the window and all that stuff going by that they don't have a name for. Yeah, too much. You know, telephone pole went by. Can't check cash and sign went by. Liquor store sign. Trees. Cross on the church. High rise building. Street light. It, and all that keep going by real fast, and they ain't got no name for it, so there's too yeah. much. And they just, yeah. God just protect them so they don't trip. Don't <laughs> uh-huh. go to sleep, little baby. Yeah. That's it. Rock up, baby. That's why your baby go to sleep in the car, because there's too much information pouring oh, into that little single-cell brain they got. And that's what Tommy is. T- Tommy is an amoeba. Okay. Oh, well, let's get to the prank. Six-year-old amoeba. Amoeba. <laughs> what do you prank for, for the day, yeah. Shirley? Auntie Deborah K. Hair. Yeah. Hello. May I speak to this? Let me tell you something to you. My name is Wayne. You did my auntie's hair yesterday, and now. I don't know what you did. I don't know what kind of glue you'd use with weaves uh, or whatever, but my auntie had him fell out in church today. Well, doing- well, I don't I don't even use glue, so I don't even know why you coming at me on the side tip anyway about your auntie. My Who auntie the is your auntie. My auntie is Deborah, and I have fell out. I don't out- do no Deborah. I don't do no Deborah hair. You talking about I use glue? I don't use glue. I've been sewing that hair since since nineteen eighty two. You come coming at me with some glue? I don't do no glue. Hold, who you think you tripping with? Look, let me I'm tell you. Because you, you coming at me on some sad I'm some damper, I don't even know no Look, let me say this to you. All I'm what saying is. You gotta say, say what you gotta say, because I'm, I'm serious about my hair weave. You coming at me with some glue. It's too hot for some glue. Be that melting on the side of your head. Well, that's what happened, and I have fell off in service, and all the church members is sitting there laughing at her. Well, she shouldn't have been. Maybe she's trying to get the devil out of her, because she ain't got no business shouting at Hard anyway, but I don't with no glue. You ain't finna sit here and talk about my Amy and her Jesus. Don't you talk about how she shot. I don't even know this lady. I don't Miss, even know that. The, you talking about glue? I don't do glue. They call her Miss Deborah. I don't know no Miss Deborah. She just got her hair done from you yesterday. How you gonna sit here and act like you ain't cut it yesterday? I didn't, I didn't cut yeah, you just said glue. Tell Deborah to call me that. Tell her to be a real woman and call me and tell me the I'm finna tell everybody in Atlanta, Georgia, not to come to your house. Wait a minute, wait a minute, you wait one minute. That's my livelihood you with. Now I don't need you. Who is this? Who are you? My name is Wayne. I know you don't know Wayne, but you you know. I got a brother named Big J and Leroy. Bring your Wayne. Bring your 
Look, look, let me tell you something. I don't want no problem, but I will throw these hands if I got to. What? Big J, I'm gonna throw them hands on. Look here, look here. I ain't got time to tell your auntie, whoever the made the mistake, it wasn't me. Now, look, you done got me out here on Good Sunday. I just came from church. It's hot as hell. And you telling me about some glue? You ain't got no, you ain't got to do today, do you? You I ain't got nothing to do. I got to find out why my auntie half falling out in church. Well, it ain't me, so call somebody else in Atlanta. But, but well, you ain't you you must not be in right now. You got people here falling out in church and glue falling all off on the pews. Don't blame your auntie probably glued her own in. That's probably why it fell out. Now I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm the hottest stylist in Atlanta. So I don't know who no that, but she ain't nobody. If I if hey, I ain't do a hair. I don't up hair. You can call in and everybody in Atlanta. They'll tell you the same thing. Look. All I'm saying is, you done messed up my auntie hair. I want to get it rectified. I need you, first of all, to call and apologize to her. Apologize? Uh, Have you done roast show? You been drinking on some Jesus juice with your auntie. That's why her hair fell out. You and Michael Jackson and your auntie, Deborah Cece or whatever her name is. Look, let me tell you. First of all, you go, you go respect my auntie. Okay, uh, whatever you say her name is, I I want you to redo my auntie hair for free and give her her money back from the first time she paid you. I don't know who this, hold, hold on. I don't know who this, I, who, I don't know who you are. I'm Wayne. Why are you coming in? Wayne, look here, Wayne. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to hang up in your face. Now, Wayne. hold up. I'm Deborah nephew, Wayne. Now, my ain't 52 years old. Now, if you ain't going to respect your elders, how you expect to be blessed? You say you just went to church this morning. See, that's the problem. You calling me on Sunday with some got me cussing like this. See, now I got to go back in and have a conference with my pastor behind some I got one more thing I need to say to you before I get off the phone. What, 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 say what the you gotta say? Cause you wasting my minutes. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just oh. got pranked from your girlfriend. Oh, I'm about to have my brothers come whoop your. That got me. That got me, nephew. What's up, man? <laughs> your, your girl told me, she said, trust me, going off the oh, first 12 seconds. Oh, it's she know. <laughs> she know what it is, nephew, Tammy. Uh, Tammy. Hey, hey, baby, let me ask you. You don't do no, uh, you don't do no glue? Uh, no, I don't <laughs> no glue. I don't, I don't, hey, hey, I can tell you, I don't no glue. It's, too too hot. it's too hot for glue. It's too hot for the glue. <laughs> All right, baby. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody half fell out of church that you still. They say you the bomb down there, so I just wanted to call and make sure I <laughs> prank my girl. <laughs> she the one. I'm a <laughs> up on sight. <laughs> on sight. <laughs> All right, baby. Answer one thing for me. What is the baddest? I mean, the baddest radio show in the world. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> oh, <why>? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Junior. Yeah, there it is. And I'm Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter Subject. Slide to the left, slide to the right, and back it up. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. 
you can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please, please, please (laughs) submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here today. And you never know, it could be yours. So write us. Mm-hmm. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, my good friend, Junior. Subject, slide to the left, slide to the right, and back it up. You ready? <laughs> back it me? up. All right. Everybody clap your hands. Your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Not about a line dance, Carla. Okay. I promise okay, you. Okay. <laughs> and listen, we might need a disclaimer on this letter. So if you have small children in the car with you, um, you don't want them to hear this. Okay. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 57 years old and the man that I have been dating is a sex fiend. He's slightly younger than I am. So I let him think he's in control. I've given him my credit card so he can pay our bill at restaurants. So he will feel like he's running things. I am all about building up the black man, but I'm not into making a man think he's putting it down when he's really not. He's truly not a good lover. And since I'm falling for him, I want to be patient and work with him. He's asked me to do some things too and I thought about doing it to please him. Let me give you the story of how we met. I was working a summer jam concert last year to help out a friend. My boyfriend came up to me and asked if I had a lighter. Turned out that he had weed so we ducked behind the fence to smoke. Then the DJ played the cha-cha slide, and he wanted to go dance. I barely knew how to do the dance, so he put his hands on my hips so I could keep up. He told me to slide to the left, slide to the right, and I followed his lead. That became our joke, and he uses it whenever we have sex. But a week ago, he jokingly said it during sex and then added, now back it up. So I scooted back. He laughed and said, back it up again. And I realized he meant an entirely different thing. I'm not into that kind of mess. And I let him know it. He said it was cool. And I thought we moved past that. But he hasn't. He said he can guarantee our intimacy will be better if I try that. I'm not desperate for a man. But I must admit that I kind of like him. And I'm kind of curious about backing it up. Can you offer me any advice? Should I give in and try something new with him? Uh, what? What? No. <laughs> no. 
I can't. And don't do that, okay? You should never do anything that you're not comfortable with sexually. You should never do that. And guess what? It is okay if you don't. It's okay. uh, You'll only be doing it to please him, as you stated in your letter. And and that's just not good enough because you already said uh, you're not into that mess. Only do things if you want to because you feel, uh, if you feel any kind of pressure from your partner, that means you don't want to do it and he's pressuring you. So don't, don't do that. But, but here's my question though. Why would you want to waste your time trying something new when you already said he can't get the old right? Remember your own words, quote, he's truly not a good lover. You said that. It sounds like to me, you're doing all the work in this relationship. You're paying for dinners by slipping him your credit card. You're making him feel like he's in control. So he thinks he's running things. It's all him, him, him. What is he doing for you, you, you? I I mean, other than trying to get you to try something you're not into, and and now you say you're falling for him, but what what are you falling for? You're falling for what? I mean, what is he doing? I, I don't see that. He's not a good lover. You pay for everything. You build him up. What are you getting out of this? Nothing. You're not getting anything, according to your letter. I think you need to chill. I think you've invested way too much in this relationship with zero return. Steve? Well, 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 I got an answer for this. And you don't have to worry about this. This uh, You don't have to get the kids out the room for this. This is going to be nothing graphic because we ain't even going to get there because it ain't going to be necessary because I'm going to break this down for you real simple. Slide to the left, slide to the right. Now back it up. All right, now you're 57 years old. That's what the letter say. Mm-hmm. Now you've been dating a man that's a sex fiend. He's slightly younger, so I'm going to assume he's between 47 and 52. I'm going to assume that's slightly younger. Okay. Okay. We can go as low as 40 if you want to go that far. Either way, this is going to fit perfectly. He's slightly younger, so I let him think he's in control. This is an important part of this letter. Mm. So now how do you have to let him think he's in control? I've given him my credit card so he can pay our bill at restaurants so he will feel like he's running things. I'm all about building up the black man. Okay, so he broke. Okay, let's just get to it. He broke. You dating a man that's broke. You got to give him your credit card when y'all go to restaurant so he can pay for a damn plate of food so he can feel like he a man, like he in control. Really? At 50? He can't buy you nothing to eat? Okay. So you dating a man broke. But I'm not into making a man thinking he's putting it down when he's really not. He's truly not a good lover. Wait a minute. Let me get this right. So he broke. Yeah, she said it. <laughs> and he ain't a good lover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo, Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah. And now you in here, you don't want to tell him he putting it down because he really ain't putting it down. But you all into building up the black man. So you dating this broke non-love making, Mm. this what? Right. And then later on in the letter, you say you falling for. What you falling for? That's what I said. Hell. Hang on, Steve. Hang on. Damn. (laughs) Part two of your response. Coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. uh, Today's Strawberry Letter subject slide to the left, slide to the right, and back it up. We'll be back right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject is slide to the left, slide to the right, and back it up. Now, this is cool, but this letter is way off. We don't need a disclaimer. We're not even going to get to that part. You're 57. You're dating a slightly younger man. I'm going to say anywhere from 40 to 52. I'm going to say he's in that range. Now, because he's a sex fiend, He's slightly younger, and so I let him think he's in control. So now you got to give him your credit card so he can pay our bill at restaurants so he'll feel like he's running things. I'm all about building up the black man. What? No, you're not building him up. He's tearing you down. Mm-hmm. He can't pay for a plate of food, but the sex fiend over here working up all these appetites, sex fiend can't pay for no food. Now, nah, you all into that. But I am not into making a man think he's putting it down and he's really not. He's truly not a good lover. And since I'm falling for him, I want to be patient and work with him. What are you falling for? <laughs> he can't buy no food and he don't make love good. What are you falling for? Mm. He asked me to do some things, too, and I thought about doing it to please him. What else you got to do? You're buying all the food. You're laying there acting like it's good and it ain't. Now what he wants you to do? Let me give you the story how we met. I was working at a Summer Jam concert last year. Okay, that's old. They don't even have them no more. Summer Jams. <laughs> yes, yeah, they if do. you at the Summer Jam, they don't even. They still got them, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but that's what I'm saying, though. That's all these old-ass groups. <laughs> you said it at the Summer Jam. All it, when they calling them Summer Jams, all this is 50 and up. The key word, jam. 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 Oh, jam. Yeah, the headliner at this summer jam was the Manhattan. (laughs) Let's just kiss, say goodbye. Get back to the letter. Okay. Crazy. My boyfriend came up to me and asked me if I had a lighter. Turned out he had some weed. Y'all ducked behind the fence to smoke. Another old-ass move. Young-ass people smoke in the open. They at the damn show. They in the building smoking weed. That's another old-ass move. You duck behind the fence to smoke some weed. It's legal damn near everywhere. What is y'all ducking behind the fence for? That's because you old. Young-ass people smoke weed in the quick trip at the gas station. Young people smoking weed. Then the DJ played the cha-cha slide. Oh, what I tell you? Jam. Right there, summer jam. Don't nobody do that. Oh, Lord, that's summer jam. I barely knew how to do the dance. Now you old and square. Who the hell don't know how to do the slide? Who don't know how to slide to the light? Slide to, who don't know that? They give you the instructions. It's the electric slide. What is you, stupid? He telling you, slide to the left, slide to the right. Two steps. He, he tears crisscross. What? Now you old, stupid, and square. Oh, man. Man. I followed his lead. That became our joke and uses it whenever we have sex. But a week ago, he jokingly said doing sex. He said, now back it up. So I scooted back. He laughed and said, back it up again. I realized he had meant something entirely different. I'm not into that kind of mess, and I let him know it. He said it was cool. He thought we had, I thought we had moved past that, but he hasn't. He said he can guarantee our intimacy will be better if I try that. 
Now, before I get into that, let me explain. You say I'm not desperate for a man, but I must admit I kind of like him. You are desperate for a man. You're dating a man who can't buy you a plate of food. You give him your credit card. You're dating a man who's not a good lover. You're dating a man who got to borrow your lighter for him to light his weed while y'all hide behind the fence <laughs> with y'all old ass. You met him at a summer jam. Uh-huh. He tried to teach you the cha-cha slide. Who in the hell don't know how to do the slide? Stop saying that. That is too Who funny. don't know the slide? My nephew is a deacon at the Cleveland Church of Christ, and he know the slide. <laughs> My sister Mona is saved, 87 years old. Mona know the slide. My sister probably had a stroke. My sister still do the slide. She don't go to the left that good no more, but she still do the slide. Her her to the left is a little short steps, but she get over there eventually. <laughs> Can you offer me some advice? Should I give it in or try something new with him? Listen to me. See, this ain't the first time he done been accused of not being a good lover. This is his MO. He's not a good lover. So now he done incorporated this new move that he guarantee you. Hell yeah, it's gonna be shocking. Did you Hell yeah. Do your own I'm telling you right now it's gonna be shocking. You backing all up the wrong thing. I'm telling you right here, when I'm constipated, it's shocking. Okay. All right. Most people are shocked when they constipated. <laughs> Do you know anything oh, else is going to be extra shocking? Radio, Steve. But, oh, yeah, man. he need all that. Is he inadequate? I tell you what, we do this, I bet. I bet you'll be surprised. I bet oh, you'll man. be going, ooh, 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 then. Hell, yeah. All right. Post With your, your sorry ass. On today's oh, Strawberry Letter, it's Steve Who Harvey FM. don't know how to do the damn slide? <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. And coming up in 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? I'll tell you what I got first before anything. I got Waco on April 21st. I'm coming down there. Go get your tickets. Y'all already know we're going to be at. Ain't but one place we're going to be. Hippodrome. That's where we're going to be at. In Waco. April 21st. Remember that's my time? Yes. Yeah, man. That's where we're going to be at. So let's get to it, man. The Bulls beat the Raptors last night, 108 mm. to 105. They trying to play for they locked up the seventh seed. We're playing in the play-in tournament. We ain't got how do you do that? You got play-in tournament for the playoffs. Right. This, right. this, this it, sound it, like this this sound like yeah. the White House. Either you win, either you go, you know, I'm sorry. Either you won. <laughs> Dr. Jill. <laughs> yeah. This either. sound like the White House. Either you won or you didn't win. Okay, that's it. That's all it sounds like, man. But uh, we're gonna give it up to the Bulls. They locked up the seventh seed over the Raptors. Now you got the Thunder who pulled it off over New Orleans last night. One twenty three to one eighteen. Now they have locked up a seat, but then they got another game now. Tomorrow, here's what we got. Mm-hmm. The Bulls, see, this, this is why it's confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Now, we got the Bulls playing the Heat, mm-hmm. and then we have the Thunder and the Timberwolves. So, do they want to have a playoff or not? Because, uh. because Junior, both of those teams lost. But, uh. That's why they call it the play-in. Since you didn't make the playoff, then y'all is just playing. Oh, play in. <laughs> and they done broke it down and called it a play in. 
It's yeah. just to make more revenue for the NBA. <laughs> because let me ask you something. Do you care? No. No. <laughs> no. 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 See that? No. Me either. Yeah. We just I, need somebody to win a championship. That's all. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Why isn't Zion playing in New Orleans? What's wrong with him? Street because clothes. his chubby ass don't want to take care of his body. Oh. He running up and down the floor like he weigh 170. <laughs> <laughs> but his like ass he, is 270. Like he my weight. <laughs> and so he ain't doing nothing. He he doing the same physical regimen I'm doing. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Why he's the star of the team. No, nah, we, we, we've had a fat issue with him from day one. From day oh. one, we've had a fat issue. <laughs> Zion, man, could be a great a basketball player, man, if he would get himself into shape. Yeah. Yeah. He's never yeah. in shape because he keep asking his body to do stuff it, it ain't set up to do. With your big ass. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Junior, for sports. <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, Steve. So Dan from Facebook writes, Hey, Steve, I'm one of your blue-eyed soul brothers. My wife and I are at odds over a weekend disagreement, and I need some backup or some correction if it's appropriate. I'm a big boy. I can take it. My wife is notorious for taking her own sweet time getting ready for things. On Saturday night, we decided to go see a movie, and we were both excited about. I told her the film started 20 minutes before it actually did, and it takes another 20 minutes to get to the theater. Eventually, the 20-minute cushion expired, and it was 15 minutes until showtime. So I left and went by myself. Ten minutes after I got to the theater, I received an angry barrage of text messages, so I turned off my phone and enjoyed the movie. It's now Tuesday, and she's still not talking to me. <laughs> Steve, I don't see what I did wrong. If anything, she owes me an apology. Hey, hey, blue what? eyes, so mm -hmm. blue eyes, so damn. Is your ass really that dumb, dog? <laughs> you thought you should make a date with your wife, leave her, go to the movie, ignore her angry ass text, and you mm -hmm. thought, and you sat there and enjoyed the movie. Well, let me ask you a question: How you been enjoying these past few days? <laughs> Dog, you so damn wrong. Hey, dog, you should have just been late. You should have just been late. Bruh, it, it, that come with the territory. 
they run late. I know you told them, and I know you said 15, so I went on without them. Okay, cool. And you sat there, which is what you wanted to do anyway. You needed some me time. So when the angry text came, you cut your phone off and enjoyed the movie. As men can do, because we know how to compartmentalize. Is that what it but was? Now, it's some me time, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he just went on to the movie. Because he wanted to go see this movie. He tired of waiting on it. Because he's going to teach her a lesson. Mm-hmm. But boy, oh. let me tell you something about teaching a woman a lesson. The lesson that you have to learn for trying to do that <laughs> is way more punishing. <laughs> I bet you won't leave her no more. I bet he won't. I bet you he won't. I bet you're going to find another way to express your displeasure. Yeah. Bruh, you was wrong for that. You can't just go to the movie without her. Because that that don't make no sense, bro. It don't make no sense. You say it comes with the territory, Steve, meaning that all women are late. It takes them longer to get dressed. Not all women are late. But most most women, it takes a little bit longer. They got more things to do. They got hair. They got got makeup. makeup, They got nails. They got a lot of stuff they do, you know, know, unless you want to just take (laughs) out. Spanks. You know, with that hunting outfit on she got on that she slept in. If you want to take her to the movie with that bonnet on and all that. <laughs> then you go on down there. But if you want her to let her look like uh, she want to look, you're going to have to take a little bit more time. Yeah. Now, when they late, dog, they late. You know, but women make it on time for what's important. True. Mm, women that's... women don't miss important stuff. Like, got to be at the, something for the kids, the recital and all like that. They going to be there. Mm-hmm. That optional stuff, they, they don't. And probably, dog, is really a movie you wanted to see. Probably some damn... Amageddon movie or something like that, a blue avatar. <laughs> she don't give a damn about Iron Man, you know. And if you was down there something watching like Bridges in the Madison County or something, she might have been on time or went <laughs> on there. Is that in the movies you know, currently? No. Woman what? King went no. on there to see Woman King or something like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yes. But yeah, ain't nobody, ain't right nobody there. rushing down there to see Born, Jason Born Part 8. <laughs> Because all he's going to be doing Fast is going to be killing people the whole movie. We can catch on. Because <laughs> going to be several more people going to die. And right. And he was, said we can catch yeah. on. So, Blue Eye, you, you was wrong for that, man. You owe your wife an apology. You really do. For leaving her. Okay, Dan. She yeah, might owe you an apology for being late, but your leaving her was way bigger than her being late. Because you never know. She could have got there in time. You did, You can't go see all the previews. You probably ain't going to get no popcorn right away. Just get your ass in that seat, and then you pick the best time to go get the popcorn. All right. All right. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Congratulations to Stacey Abrams, who will serve as the Ronald W. Walters Endowed Chair for Race and Black Politics at Howard University. Congratulations. Yes. All right, Stacey. Yes. Yes. HU's president said Stacey Abrams has proven herself an essential voice and eager participant in protecting American democracy. 
not just for certain populations, but for everyone with the fundamental right to make their voices heard. Abrams said she's honored by the appointment. She went on to say, we are at an inflection point for American and international democracy, and I look forward to engaging Howard University's extraordinary students in a conversation about why they can influence, shape, and direct the critical public policy decisions we face. So once again, congratulations to Stacey Abrams. Yes, this is wonderful news. Mm -hmm. That is big. That's right. Yes. Now shaping our future leaders. Our Let's go. Yes. 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 You yes. know what? And I think Abrams. this is good for Stacey Abrams. Sometimes we have an idea for ourselves that's not in the master's plan. And mm -hmm. I think Stacey's realizing that she has done so much great work for us. Yes. Mm -hmm. And yes. the governorship just wasn't meant to be at that particular time. Time. So God knew exactly where he wanted you to be placed. So congratulations. Mm -hmm. yes. Amen. Congratulations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play another round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for Would You Rather. Here we go, guys. Would you rather live inside a museum or would you rather live inside of a zoo? Oh, mm -hmm. no. Oh, no, I'm in that museum. Museum? Yeah. Easy. Everything in that museum is either dead or a statue or a painting. I'm not going to be in here with these monkeys. And this you and the monkeys. Yeah, I know. No, they acting. They, they, they do. They and act. they look at you like you did. Yeah. Yeah, it can't be that. And, and they ain't going to leave you alone. They're going to come over there and see about you. <laughs> <laughs> Say, man, what you in here for? <laughs> Now, I got a gorilla that crept up behind me. I turn around. He breathing on me, beating on his chest. No, no, no. I'm yeah. being in this museum with all these little ugly-ass dead people. Yeah. That's all right. Fossils. <laughs> would, you, would you rather wake up next to your ex, or would you rather mm. wake up next to a... What? Well, you didn't hear uh, Yeah, wait now. A hungry baby tiger. Yeah. Baby tiger? Give, give me the tiger. Uh -huh. Yeah, little baby tiger. Yeah. yeah. You would yeah. rather I, uh, wake up next to a baby what? tiger than your ex. Baby, baby tiger. Key, baby, baby tiger. Y'all can say regular ex? tiger. Still, but other baby. key word, tiger. Yeah. <laughs> baby. No. Yeah. Baby first. Yeah. Baby okay, tiger. take baby out. Take baby out. Just a tiger, still, a hungry still, tiger. Still be. Yeah, but it's the same thing, though. A hungry tiger is a hungry tiger. You can call it ex or hungry tiger. It's the same damn thing. same thing. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, something new about you guys every day. A yeah. tiger, sure. Give me a uh, tiger. I know, a tiger? <laughs> I mean, All right, would you rather would you rather find a hidden camera in your toilet area or would you rather find a hidden camera in your shower? Oh, e either one for me. You know, man. <laughs> Because if you get it in that toilet, you have a view. You ain't gonna believe. Yeah, you, come on, you better come on and take this shower. <laughs> I don't even know if the I don't even know if the camera's gonna be able to take it in this toilet because I'm pretty sure yeah. the lens gonna have fog all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I released some gases into the air. <laughs> I actually woke up on the floor next to the toilet one time. <laughs> Didn't realize what had happened, but the aroma had hit me. 
and I yeah. fainted on the toilet and actually got up off the floor and I had to get back that. up on it. I didn't yeah. know what had happened to me. What are you eating? Yeah, I don't know yeah. what had happened to me a long time ago, yeah. but I, I don't know what had well, you happened came to me. To. Yeah, when I came you to, came, my pants came were down around by my ankles and I was just on the side of the toilet. I hadn't done nothing yet. But I got on back up on there after I realized where I was. Because when I opened up, I was looking at the hamper. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> that is today's uh, round. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, my coming face up was right there at that hamper. I didn't know what it was. Coming up in 49 minutes after. It's our last break of the day, and we'll close out the show with the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day. Steve Harvey. Fun, funny morning <laughs> with, with your what? man, crazy yeah. man, Steve Harvey. <laughs> here for you. Here for let, me, you. let me just go ahead and say this, Uncle. I don't yes, know if they sir. want to give it to you, but I'm finna what? give it to you, man. Yeah. Thank you for constantly elevating yourself to a new level of ignorance. I never thought Thank even it knew it resided in there. Because when you say you knock yourself off last break, I, I can't I can't tell you how crazy this is. And, <laughs> it's and, crazy. Dog, you just keep going. You just keep doing it. Junior, we know how crazy he is. <laughs> when you say I went to the bathroom and knocked myself out, let me tell you yeah. something. <laughs> Just from some gases. From gases. Okay. Yeah. okay. Hey, yeah. Why you have to bring you it back to up? Bring that back that's, up. That's, that's brilliant. But said I got up and got yeah. that when I realized where I was. I mean, you was yeah. out. First, I got up on all fours. I was on my knees. I was trying to shake it off. But I had them pants down around my ankle, so you couldn't just get up. You know how you get up one leg at a time? You got to kind of scoot your body back and get up on them two legs because you got Carla. some pants down around your ankle. So you got to kind of scoot back and stand up. And I looked in the toilet and wasn't nothing in there. That's when I realized, oh, okay. oh that must have just been from gases. And that's when I realized the really how powerful sometimes gases can be. What was your diet like uh, back then? I looked uh, over there at the at the guest tire rack in front of the hamper that's right in front of the toilet, yeah. and I noticed it had come out the wall. So I must have tried <laughs> to grab the tile on the way down to stay up, and it had pulled out the wall a little bit. I went damn, I done fiber. Tore this tile down, uh, tile rack off this wall, and I I kind of just saw that. You can see yeah. the visual there. Yeah. And uh, it was a long time ago. I was I was oh, living at my junior. mama's house because I don't never we don't have that at our house right now. <laughs> Cause it was had them two tiles with the H's on them, and I had grabbed it. Yeah, the the tile rack had came out the wall. So (laughs) I knew that I was must have got woozy and was feeling myself going because I tried to stay up by grabbing the tile. And uh, so when I did come to, and my face was right there at the hamper, I I thought I was in the casket, right? So when I did get up and I. I stood up with them pants around my ankle, and I said, whew, man, I don't know what the hell happened. And I, and, I, and, I, and I looked back, and so then I just went on and sat on back down, 
you know, and tried to gather myself. And, you know, I picked the catalog up off the floor because, you know, I was, I was, had been, yeah, was I was reading the J.C. Penny the catalog back then, you know. So yeah. I picked the catalog up and it was on the same page, you know. And I was just looking through the catalog and stuff that they had. So I went on and finished and then, you know, handled my business and got up. And I'll never, remember, I'll never forget when I walked out that bathroom that day, yeah. I kind of looked back, I sprayed it real good. Yeah, and then when I disgusting. came out, I realized that that spray wasn't enough, so I had to go back in and spray twice. Oh, and uh, I then you. I went on and took the can and went on. It was man. Glade back then. They hadn't come out Glade. with Febreze yet. Oh. So I took that Glade oh, and sprayed in the hallway just in case my mama came down through there, you know. And I went on back and I set that Glade back on that counter. And I noticed that had a jar tussy next to it. So I said, well, since I'm in here. Yeah, I was sweating pretty bad because when I got up, it took a lot of energy. So I went on and opened it and took two fingers and put a little bit under each arm, you know, so I can go on and face the day. You know, it was a cream deodorant called tussy, which is one of the worst. Stop. One of the worst ass whoopers we I ever got tussie. because I know y'all thought it was tussy, but when I was young, I thought it was tussy because the only I only all the new how okay. you know okay. that's many, enough. All Quite rhymes, enough with the words name. rhyme. Quite so <laughs> I had got a whipping one time because I was in the bathroom and I was uh, <gasps> imagining being on TV. I was playing the Johnny Carson theme song. Dun, 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 and ladies and gentlemen, here's Steve Harvey. I was a little boy standing on the peach crate that my father had made. So I decided to. On the go to, and we'll be right back at the commercial break. I was doing the Steve Harvey show, and mm-hmm. I decided to do a commercial. I said, This show is brought to you by Tussie. Tussie, it's the tussie local deodorant. deodorant. Well, that ain't tussie. what I thought it was when I was a little boy. So I said, I'm This saying that. deodorant is, this commercial is brought to you by Tussie. tussie. And so I was doing, so I was doing the commercial. So I wrote a commercial. Uh-huh. I like some Tussie. I like some Tussie. I put some tussy right here. I put some tussy right there. I put some tussy on me. Summer everywhere. And I'm just dipping in the thing, putting tussy on. But my mama came in behind me, and she was listening, but my mama couldn't hear that good, so she thought I was saying something else. Uh, And I didn't see her, but she reached up on the back of that door and got that water bottle down with that rubber hose on it. I never knew what that was. But all of a sudden, I was in there with no shirt on, just singing the little commercial because the uh-huh. Steve Harvey yeah. show it went to commercial break. Right, <laughs> and that was one of the I sponsors. got some tussy. I like some tussy. I put some tussy right here. I put some tussy right there. I put some tussy on me. Summer everywhere. All of a sudden, I heard whoosh, and that rubber hose went across my back, and then she started. I know you ain't in here whoosh, talking like this. We Christians, you don't do that in this house. Talking with your little nasty self. And I can't breathe because I'm being whipped with a rubber hose. I was trying to tell her I was doing a commercial about pussy. I wasn't saying the other word. She thought I was saying the other word. Right, right, I right. got beat severely behind that and I never could tell her Man. I was saying pussy. I put some pussy on me. Will that story be in your movie? Probably can't tell that on. Uh, oh, but you can tell it on morning <laughs> radio. radio. Yeah, good morning, everybody. <laughs> y'all must have forgot. It's our last day. It's our last day. Well, y'all have a great day. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. Peace.
pray for us. <laughs> Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.